from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. It's the G and Ursula Show. Welcome. Really appreciate you guys for taking the time to hang out with us. Good morning to you, Ursula. Good morning, G. We have another very busy hour for you. Coming up at 1030. Okay, this is going to be a topic that might make a few people uncomfortable, but I think it's a very important conversation to have. What's that? Mickey Gomez is going to join us, and the topic is going to be menopause. I know you're like, what? But we're going to talk about menopause and how scientists say it's actually getting worse. And even if you're not someone who is going through it right now, you know someone who's going through it, and maybe you can help them. So stick around for that conversation, again, coming up after the 1030 segment. But right now... What's new at 10? And this is the time we say hello once again to Matt Markovich, our expert on all things going on in the state legislature. And it was one of the most controversial bills this session, and it appears to be dead. And that has to do with capping rental increases. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about it last hour. Yeah, you yes. guys did a pretty good job of covering all well, that. Well, good. Yeah. Did, we, did we miss out on anything? No, actually, okay. I think you got it because, you know, people are asking me, well, is it going to come back? Well, you know, you say dead or stalled. Well, there is a chance. I mean, there's some the House Democrats. I mean, what this really exposed, if this is a little political intrigue down in Olympia, is Democrats control everything, as we've always talked about. Mm -hmm. So the Senate Democrats are did not pass this right. basic out of committee. The House Democrats did on a very close vote with some Democrats voting no with the Republicans on the House side. But so all the House Democrats are openly criticizing the Senate Democrats. Yes. One know, of whom is running for governor. Governor. That's right. And Mark Mullet was made no bones about it. He is the vice chair of the committee that decided not to even hear the bill. He made no bones about it. He didn't like it from the very beginning. And some other Democrats. So on the Senate side. So now what you have is a public squabble with the Democrats who control everything and wanting. To, and so I actually think that's healthy. Well, yeah, we don't hear about it that much because they keep all the lines. As I've said before, and, and people don't realize this, we talk about bills passing. Every bill that's gone to a vote so far, either in a committee or on the floor, has passed. Why is that? The Democrats control everything and they count all their votes before any bill passed. And so when it doesn't, when they don't have the votes, it, what, it, what happens is what, exactly what happens with the rent stabilization bill. They don't take a vote. They don't want to publicly shame maybe or right. put or out show there. show that there is this dissension within the party. That's right. They don't want to do it. So that's so, a four. I, I just want to tell you, you've been in here for three minutes, and that's the fourth time you said that the uh, Democrats control everything. But anyways, just wanted to point that out. Oh, uh, I, 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 no, no, I just want to make sure everyone knows that. You know, I mean, you, you know, you, you, you remind us every time. Okay, but I don't have nothing to say. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, Ursula and I, we had a very. Uh, passionate topic uh, conversation about this, and we I think that we did a good job of bringing up all angles on this. But uh, I am in agreement that I don't want to see a cap put on there because yeah. I don't think that that fixes the problem that we have, and I don't think that landlords or anybody that has made an increase in rent are the problem of what's going on. Uh, the truth of the matter is this: period. Since the recession of two thousand and eight, we've had a real big decrease in housing being built year after year. 
also, there's a bunch of red tape that developers and builders have to go through to build housing here in this state. So there's a lot of problems, but the number one thing that needs to be fixed, we need more available housing. And then when we have more, then the price will maybe start to stabilize or maybe decrease. Yeah. Okay, Matt, let's talk about uh, something else in the legislature, and that is speed cameras coming to Washington Highway. So now, what's up with that? This is We've talked about this before, too, but and this was a really good idea, a lot of people thought. You have speed cameras and work zones on highways to protect the workers. They're driving by at 60 miles an hour, and the guy's like three feet away from the car working on the highway. So they want to Republicans and Democrats both agreed that's a good idea. So what happens in the late legislative session is things like what just happened to this bill. It passed the House pretty much on a party line vote, but it passed the House. It went to the Senate and then Senator Mark Elias, who is the Senate transportation chair, who is a very powerful person um, who likes to put in things at last minute, basically totally rewrote the whole bill and added so much other stuff that the Republicans felt like. We can't even support this idea now. So what did they add? They added that you can, if you're in the cameras that are on ferries, can now become safety cameras, and you can ticket people for cutting in line. Cameras that are available for cross at crosswalks, those can become safety cameras, and be you can use those to be ticketed. Um, You can uh, in in hospital zones, in parks, a camera that's in a park can be used as a safety camera. All these cameras have been added to this bill. And one thing that's really piqued my interest, and I'm still trying to get a nail on this, and I'm going to read this to you because it just it just stuck out at me. It removes the speed camera violation exemption for law enforcement, fire department vehicles, and ambulances. With oh, basically saying... Is that trying to address what happened in the case of the SPD officer? Well... Or something to... I am trying to clarify this. Is that, are they... Is he asking... That law enforcement go do the speed limit because the exemption for them to go over the speed limit and they drive through a speed camera zone, they could get a ticket. Okay. As I read this, and I'm, I, I scratch my head. I called my staff. No we made, we made. I'm making calls to the transportation chair. Elias didn't explain any of this as he normally does. Uh, when he does these rewrites, he just sits there, and it all happens. It's such a okay. huge re- rewriting of the bill. And the, so for right now, that's it's still alive. It's still alive because he what he did was the, they had a house bill. The Senate, he's introducing it. It's going to go to the floor of the Senate, but he has Democrats behind it. But this is how what happens in Olympia. Mm-hmm. It you, just it keeps you and I evolving. could talk to, about something for right. two months, and then it changes. And at and the then very to last get, minute, it's yeah. totally rewritten. It's known as a striker, and then it has to go back to for both it would have to go back to the house if the senate approves it but there's no public hearing on all these ideas yeah that feels sneaky yeah that's right and that's what chris sullivan used this morning that was the words he used Mm -hmm. about this senator this is the same senator who snuck in the rolling tire resistance bill that died in the house he snuck it into a bill regarding the uh, electric vehicles on the senate totally unrelated but he snuck it in there at the very last minute i'm 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 say he because he has a reputation for doing this. Is He's that, a very and this is Mark Elias. Yeah. Okay. Who's very powerful. Yes, in, that's in right. Yes. I mean, and, and and at the last minute they do these kind of things. So this idea of putting safety cameras on roads and highways to protect workers. The governor came out. I'm all for you. Everyone's in favor of that. There was no no brainer. 
he added all this other stuff. And 25% of the revenue after four years of these cameras goes to the state. Mm. Um, so... A lot of people are asking why, uh, you know, here, you know, just real quickly. Here's just they, they Republicans try to change it. Here's Senator Jeff Wilson. It uh, does require voter approval of uh, any new ordinances authorizing the use of traffic safety cameras, having that local input decision versus, well, Olympia. He, he, he wanted to have the local decisions on all these safety cameras. Let the city of Seattle decide. Let King County decide. Let Kittitas County decide how they want to handle it. And he said, let's put it to a vote of the okay, people. He's, he's a smart person. So knowing that he's going to add all these things basically stops it dead in its tracks is what essentially it does. Well, maybe not. That's why I'm bringing it up here. Okay. Uh, because the way they things work now, I hate to say this, G, with Democrats in charge, because uh, and I'm not Democrat or Republican. I'm not bashing you. I'm just stating a fact. They can slide this in. Mm-hmm. And get uh, majority approval with all these additional changes. Okay, how about the idea that dreamers should be able to work as first responders? Yes. So that bill has passed the House, and this, basically, this is giving people who are permanent residents, who become permanent residents, the ability to become a police officer. Right now, maybe you, I should just not assume everyone knows what a dreamer is. Well, a so dreamer the, is the DACA, the people who are over in this country. And it's kind of like, uh, uh, how do you describe it? Uh, these, these are people who have been allowed to immigrate into this country and work and go to school. Uh, they have a special privilege. It's the next step of becoming a dreamer is that if they want to stay here, they can come become a permanent resident. Now, in order to do law enforcement, to be a county prosecutor, a uh, police officer, you have to be a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Anybody um, against this? Uh, well, the there are some now Republicans against it because mm-hmm. they're saying it's going to take away jobs for Washingtonian citizens. This is just okay. The regard- jobs that right now we're desperate to get oh these God. jobs I'm filled. Just- oh my God! We in this country, do we have a history of telling people that this will take away jobs from you? Well, that's the argument here: is that the people who come to Washington State if they're permanent residents and they could take jobs that would be normally for U.S. citizens here that were okay. required for U.S. citizens here. Okay, we're just asking. A simple question, which is, are there any departments where of first responders that are not right now desperate to get people in the door, there, right? there qualified are. people in the door? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and this would be, these are people who are looking to, for a pathway to citizenship. Yeah. Um, and it, for me, it sounds like it would be a no brainer. Yeah. There's an extension of another bill that does like p- professional licenses. Same thing giving uh, permanant residents the ability to easier to get a professional license as a therapist or something like that. So it's an extension of giving more rights to people who are considered permanent residents. So who opposes this again and why? Why do they oppose it? That, 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 I mean, that I'm oversimplifying, but it is. But, but, but who and who is it again? The, some Republicans. Oh. But there are some Republicans who are supporting of this. Yes, yes, yeah. support, uh, supporters of it. But... Uh, that I'm explaining what they're what they're talking about in Olympia here. So yeah. so whether you, it's up to you guys to decide whether or not you agree or disagree on this one, but that's the that's the case down there. 
Matt Markovich, we appreciate your time. You're Thank welcome. You. Boy, that time went fast. <laughs> <laughs> I did all the talking. I'm like, I'm waiting for GE to get up and get off. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, I, oh, I did. I okay. just, you, you, got, you got me to stand up, brother. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, hey, G, I want to mention one other story because uh, we're getting new details about this. But Sound Transit now is beefing up security on light rail following Sunday's shooting on a train. Cairo yeah. 7 TV's Deborah Horn reports the victim died aboard that train. A Sound Transit spokesman says the train was headed northbound when the operator received the signal that an emergency exit had been activated, indicating someone may have exited the train as it was moving between the Pioneer Square and University Street stations. We have taken multiple steps over the past uh, year to increase our security presence. It's more than twice of what it was uh, in 2022. John Gallagher says this is a first for Sound Transit. No one had been shot on board a Link light rail train in its nearly 15-year history. And Seattle police say the alleged shooter got away. It's not clear yet what led up to the gunfire. But I wanted to make sure that, again, we don't let these things pass as if it's just normal. I mean, every day we hear of something new, and now we're talking about actually a deadly shooting on a light rail train. Let's do a check-in with everybody right now. Text line, Ursula, I want to check in with you. How you feeling these days out here? I mean, seriously, how are you feeling? It, it pains me as someone who has covered the news for decades that there are so many stories involving horrific crimes that we have to pick and choose what we're going to talk about. Otherwise, A, it'll take up all the time that we have. B, um, we'll just be completely depressed and there's just this feeling of both lawlessness and desperation. And what are we going to do? And and the, the other part, which is the part that I hear so often when we talk about these things, whether it's the freeway shootings or this thing, it could be it could have been anybody. Mm-hmm. It could be anybody. I, so I guess yeah. I'll, I'll turn it around to you. We in trouble. And on purpose, I did not want to talk about um, the Cam Newton stuff that we saw in being in that fight. Can you reference that? Just uh, just recently that. over the weekend, Cam Newton was at a 707 tournament. They had a tournament, and he got into it with some of the coaches, and they fought in front of the kids. One of the topics, Chef, that we've been talking about mm-hmm. is uh, the the referees and putting cameras on them because of the parents that have just been outrageous. Out of 36,000 uh, officials, 13% of them have reported being assaulted. 50% of them are nervous when they get ready to referee. This is why I'm bringing those things up. We have sporting events aren't safe. You guys know what we go through when it comes to schools. We've seen churches violated. One of the good conversations I did have with my buddy on the phone this this morning, uh, because his mom, who is uh, 80 years old, she's driving for Uber. And I and he said, well, I said, oh, well, man, you, you feel scared. He said, yeah, because it's not like it used to be. People don't have respect for our our senior population, you know, and so he's scared for his mom driving Uber. And so the reason why I ask about that check-in is because I think, Ursula, we do a pretty good job on this show not to just come in and tell you crime, 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 which we could. 
which we could, but that doesn't. But that's so, that. someone took issue mm. with something I said yesterday, where I said sometimes I, I feel like I need to protect my mental health and protect listeners in a way and how we choose. And and it, we, it's always a choice. We have to choose. Yeah. We only have a limited amount of time to choose what yeah. what it is that we're going to talk about. Sure, because that's not life. Like like even though there's crime, most of us are going to leave, God yeah. willing. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to come home with your family. There's good things that happen in life too. But chef, I want to throw it to you. My check in is this we are in trouble because i don't think see things getting better is where i'm trying to go with this for the average person probably not i for myself i see uh crime as a symptom i see increasing desperation in our society um we are more economically segregate segregated than, than ever. ever yeah just just off the air we we're talking about the takula school district where 76 mm-hmm. percent of kids there qualify for free or reduced lunch in order to do that, your family of four needs to make $55,000 a year of less. Family of four and 76% of kids in that city qualify for free or reduced lunch. Wow. And we have people that are making a ton of money, and we have hundreds of millions of guns and billions of bullets in this country. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not getting better for the poor. No, it, it is not. And- so, someone who goes by uh, the named Powder Pig says you don't have to constantly report horrific bad news. Uh, trust me, we don't. <laughs> trust me. We look yeah, and go, okay, yeah, you yeah. know, it's a, but but it cannot be to the point where we're okay with any of this or that no. we just brush it aside like, eh, another day. One last thing I want to point out too. A lot of us are really angry. Conflict resolution skills are at an all-time low. I'm talking about from us adults. And I am also upset that the continuation of platforms to be angry sells more than the platforms to be sensible. Now, I can say that again all day long. It is sales to tell you that things are dying. Sales to tell you how awful things are in this world. Awful this, awful that. Oh my goodness, let's hear it. But the truth of the matter is, is the reason why we don't have enough goodness happening in the world, because we're not talking about enough goodness, and it's unfortunate how tides have turned. So I am truly worried about current day society. Coming up next is an important conversation. Mickey Gomez is going to join us, and it has to do with menopause, and it's one that I want to sit back and learn. This hour of the G and Ursula show is brought to you by Pello Windows and Doors. the G and Ursula show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Tuesday morning. Text us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line 888-973-5476-888-973 Cairo. And in fact, really, really, really want to hear, especially from our female listeners about this next topic that we're going to jump into. And it is something that still in 2024 makes a lot of people uncomfortable to talk about, yet it affects 85% of women at some point in their lives. And we're talking about menopause. Mm -hmm. And the official definition is when a woman has gone 12 months without a menstrual period. On average, it happens around the age of 51. And there's new research out that says 
is, as bad as menopause can be, it is actually getting worse when it comes to the physical, emotional, and mental impacts it has on us. I've invited Mickey Gomez to join. Thank you. Mickey, you are like me. We are open books. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes our kids will say TMI, TMI. However, uh, the last time this topic got brought up on our show... I'll be honest, G and I realized we really missed the boat on it because there were people who sent us messages and said, you know, I'm going through menopause right now and it is brutal. Yeah. It is something that is no laughing matter. Mm -mm. It is something that brings me to tears every day. Uh, And so just to, to share this research Um, Swedish researchers have been looking into uh, different groups of women born in the 20s and then groups of women born between 1954 and 1966. And they discovered that women experience significantly more menopause symptoms now than they did in the past. So you might be asking, well, why is that? Right. So what they found was that there's a link between elevated BMI levels and smokers. Yeah. And people, women who particularly smoke. And so that's one of those are two, two of the big factors there as to why the symptoms might be getting worse. Yes, but they aren't the only things. And so, uh, again, uh, women born later had nearly twice the odds of experiencing daily hot flashes. Quite frankly, Mm -hmm. the hot flashes, I'm just as we're sharing. Yeah. um, That was the least of my problems. You know, I I, and I didn't realize that I was going through menopause because I, I woke up just drenched. Just and I thought, wait a minute, did I did something happen last night? What happened to me? And then after about a month or so of it can continue, I finally called my doctor and said, why am I drenched in the morning when I wake up? Yeah. She said, oh, we need you to come in and we need to do some labs. Yeah. And then that's when we discovered I was going through it. Well, and I just want to make sure because, again, people are going to be like, why are you talking about this? You know, one of the reasons why we're talking about this um, for decades, we have not had f- that much female representation on the air. I'm just going to say it flat out. Right. And and now I want to make sure I know that uh, close to half of the people who listen to the show are women mm-hmm. and uh, they're, they have loved ones who will want to know and want to share in this. The, the one thing that I experienced when uh, it, it was the start of the show mm-hmm. and Chef, you're in this conversation. Um, it was the beginning of the show when we launched the show. It was about that time that I was you know, which is kind of late. I mean, I was already 54 and uh, I was starting menopause at that time. I had tripped and I had landed on my hand and I thought that this shoulder pain and it was the most severe mm-hmm. shoulder pain to the mm-hmm. point where I could not lift my arms. And I felt like my whole body was on fire. You had and frozen I ass- shoulder. Yes. I assumed it was because of my fall. Yeah. I had gone into, you know, an orthopedic surgeon was considering surgery and and they said, you know, this very well could be frozen shoulder because it wasn't just one shoulder. It was both of them. I physically could not lift my hands above my head. Mm-hmm. If I had an itch on my back, I couldn't reach to the back. I mean, and it just felt like my whole body was on fire. I couldn't put my bra on. I had frozen shoulder as well. I couldn't put my bra on. I had to have help. But the one symptom that really disturbed me and scared me the most was forgetting words. Brain fog. Right in the middle of a sentence. I would just stop speaking because my brain would just shut down. And I thought, do I have the onsets of dementia? 
Alzheimer's? I, I was Googling that same thing. I had I, to go get tested. I, I wanted to make sure. And my doctor said, calm down. It's menopause. Let's get you some supplements. Let's figure this out. And I, I think one of the other reasons why I'm so happy that you're bringing this to light is because my mom, who's no longer with us, was from that boomer generation that did not talk about. Yeah, my mom never talked to me about it. Any of the symptoms, any of what was happening to her. She just, when I said, mom, what is menopause? I went, oh, go to the library. I want to, I want to, I think I want to ask you some questions. And one of the reasons we're having this conversation is because like I is a 40 year old man, basically know three things about menopause. Hot flashes happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are no longer able to reproduce and guys kind of joke about it. Like, Oh, my wife went nuts for a couple of years. And that's literally all I know about it. Well, I have some friends who did get pregnant during menopause, by the way. Yes, they did. Uh, you, you See, can I have no idea about any because, of this. Again, because, yes, I mean, so you have to go 12 months without even spotting, right. et cetera. But, right. but um, just even the verbiage that you use, yes. like, I, I go crazy. You know, I right. went crazy. It's like you get dismissed, like, oh, she's oh, past her prime. I mean, you want to know why people don't talk about it because it's yeah. an indication, oh, we're old. Suddenly we have less value in society. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that you know is a big thing too where people won't don't want to admit something that happens so naturally it's like uh, this admission that yeah i'm getting older and yeah i i I can i'm no longer of childbearing years and and by the way there is a certain psychological thing that goes along with that too i mean i kind of went into a full i don't want to say depression but it was like ooh. well i'm really proud of you for figuring out what was going on and, and not quitting. Because like Chef and I were talking before the show, he said that one in 10 women yes. quits their job during menopause because they actually believe that something is medically wrong with them. And once they find out, oh, it's just menopause. Oh, wait, this is manageable. This can be treated. Yes. Well, <sighs> and, and, and the other thing that has to happen is that uh, employers need to also understand that physiologically, mentally, and emotionally, something is going on with women. And it is just as valid as if someone says, I've got, you know, X, Y, Z that I'm dealing with right now, disease or whatever. It's like, I think that uh, employers need to be more sympathetic and more aware of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, does that mean making every accommodation? No. But again, recognizing that this is something that happens, that happens to a valuable segment of your workforce and uh, you need to make accommodations for that or at least recognize that. I read a very interesting uh, statistic that said the Hispanic and black women also reach menopause earlier than white women. Can you believe that? Hmm. I know. And, and there's a lot of things that we don't know as to the why. And I'm yeah. glad that researchers are looking into it. It's the study of women's health across the nation. And they're trying to do more scientific work towards it, but I'm still, it's still, it still eclipses me, the whole menopause thing. Yeah. I'm post, I'm through it already. I am, to, so people are asking a lot of questions online. Did I go to a specialist? Um, I actually had, I, I have, I think I've shared this. I, I finally have a medical, and I'm gonna say team, it is a team mm-hmm. uh, that I really appreciate. And, and my, primary care doctor and my OBGYN are fantastic and they will talk everything with me. That's great. We're very reassuring because yeah, I felt like I was like, am I going cuckoo? You do feel that way. I'll, 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 it's very validating though. When you have a physician who will sit there and hold your hand and say, there's more women out there like you that are going through this. Yes. 
Um, obviously, there's a lot more that we could talk about. Thank you for giving us that space, Chef, to to bring this. Is that up. why G's not in here? <laughs> like, no, he actually had something to do. He okay. wanted to be a part of this. But uh, in any case, keep your text messages coming. I'll try to answer what I can, what I've learned, uh, and I'd love to hear from what you all learned. But and and for the men in in, in these women's lives, thank you for your support. Yeah. If you can just be someone they can lean on. Mm-hmm. Not dismiss what it is that they're saying, but just listen with sympathy. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Great Thank you, Ursula. <laughs> okay, still ahead. We do scenarios where we do solve other people's problems. This is the G and Ursula Show. Scenarios is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. It is Gene Ursa Show. Let's get right to scenarios. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? I'm in a, a little bit of trouble at work, and I don't know if I should be, but I want to see what you think. My coworker is lactating and pumps her breast milk every single day. She pumps way more than she uses and usually leaves some in the refrigerator. The next day is usually when she throws it out. So last Tuesday, she went home early, and I got curious. So I drank drank some of the milk. And I know, yeah. And to be honest, it wasn't bad. But then a, a few minutes later is when she came back to work because she had forgotten it and I didn't know what to do so I was actually honest and admitted to drinking it she said that it was disgusting and reported me to HR I'm now under investigation for this and I don't think this is fair but everyone at work thinks that I was way out of line for doing this what should I do? 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. Ursula, you up to bat first. Other than apologize profusely, what else can you do? You already did it. What a weirdo. Sorry, but... <laughs> Jeez, Ursula, did you call him a weirdo? Man. Yeah. Did you call him a weirdo? I mean, I'm sorry. Would you not but call you him a weirdo? <laughs> you know that. I mean, in these circumstances... Well, just, first of all... Generally, if you open up the <laughs> company fridge, you're not going to touch anything in there because most of the time you're going to think it's gross. But you know that a woman who, uh, by the way, uh, when a woman is breastfeeding, there's a name, there's a term for the breast milk. It's called liquid gold. Okay. You treat it like gold. I never knew that. Yes. I never heard that. Yes. And, and for some, just for for some women, it's not everyone can easily fill enough bottles for the baby. That's why it's called liquid gold, not to mention the nutrients for the baby. That was for the baby, not for you. Why did you dig around? Well, let's, like, not, do you- let's not bury the lead. Would you fire this person? Is this yeah. a fire? Is this yes. a fireball? No, for real. Yes. Is this a fire? This is a fireball offense? Really? Yes. Wow. I'm sorry. You can't have somebody like this in your Dude, it is one thing. At least he didn't lie. He admitted it. Okay, okay so you're you, a truthful creep. Would you would you fire so hold up though. Let's 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 talk this through. Okay. Would you fire someone if you found out they ate someone's cheesecake in the fridge? No. Fire? 
Ursula, cheesecake? So fire? So once, the, the, no, several times, yes. Yeah, so the difference here is the breast milk for you. Yes. So you fire them? You, you can't give them a, a warning? Their, you drink someone else's body fluid. You drank someone's body fluid. I mean, it is not your milk. own. But you, but but can you, I can't even be in this room right now. I'm so uncomfortable. Can, can you just say, just don't do it again? No, don't work here anymore. Go move to Alaska. Build yourself a cabin. <laughs> Live in everlasting shame. You freaking weirdo. Okay, I think, I think you're getting a little. No, I'm not. More people are saying that they thought they've heard it all. Yeah, this scenario is one for the record books. I mean, it's look. I think it's a bit strange. It's yes, no, but, it's a plenty strange. Percent but, of but, men. But HR, HR needs to get involved in this. Yes. Well, yes. yeah, you know what? You're 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 also violating other people's. I mean, especially since it was her breast milk. It's already so hard for women in the workplace at coming back after having babies to do that. The other thing I would do, though, is what many companies do, which is give or have a, a, a separate fridge for that purpose only so it's not mixed in with everything else. Can I just say what Gina just texted in? I mean, can, has there, of you has admit- there, can you all admit that you've been curious? Well, okay, here's the deal. Just ask Percent of men who are willing to admit that after their wife had a child, they've tried some. I have. Okay. That's my wife. If it's good enough for your baby, why not? (laughs) What the heck? That's somebody else's cheesecake, not yours. And they ate the cheesecake. It did just, not come out of a stranger's body. Just tell Wilbur not to do it yeah. again. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go with 206. It's not a fireable offense, but it's an educational moment. Thank it's a you. Moment. Oh, this is a teaching moment. Yeah, just don't drink other people's body fluids that are stored in the fridge at work. It's milk. What? It's milk. Why it y'all calling milk. it body it's, fluids? Because it is. It's safe for a baby. <laughs> Nick. Well, I could think of eating someone's snack in the office fridge, or even a leftover unopened soda or something. But going into it knowing where the bottle came from and what the liquid is throw out the playbook for what's right and wrong in the worst in the workplace this is next level strange doings that i've never heard before i'm sure it did taste bad too and i think the punishment is well deserved this is next level strange can you it actually doesn't taste bad can you guys before we leave this first of all this this response brian our good buddy Brian in Bellevue. Can you please read his response? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hell now. Nah. This scenario made me even gayer than I was before. <laughs> oh, I love you, Brian. <laughs> oh, dude, I need this oh, laugh. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're going to... Refresh, regroup, <laughs> yeah. and we'll be ready for agree to disagree coming up people at People are calling us judgmental? <laughs> what? <laughs> but people did really, G? You Why can't, can't you be chalk- serious. Why can't you chalk this up to curiosity? Yeah. It's a whole nother level. Yeah, I, you know what? Let's just let's just put it this way. Uh-huh. I'm not okay with pe- uh, people knowingly eating other people's food in the fridge. Let's just start there. But then to go with now tasting someone's stored breast milk. Which you knew she was coming, going to come back for for the baby. That's just going. Not fired though. No. Okay. I would. Nick, would you? Nick, would you fire? Mm, I would give her a time off. Yeah, just to give her a little peace of mind. Okay. Uh, Agree to disagree comes up next. Jen or something.
Whoa, whoa, whoa. 